We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Left. I think I see what Notre Dame is trying to do, bro. Mm. I might be wrong. I'm just taking a guess. Taking a guess. Because there might be some recognition that they might need to change the way they approach recruiting. Now, LL really? Nation, just stay with me. Just stay with me a little bit. Instead of trying to compete with Georgia and Alabama, why not just spank everybody behind you? You understand what I'm saying? The okay. best player that Penn State, the best player that Penn State would get, get them. Mm. The, the best player that Michigan would get, get them. Mm. The best player that Oregon would get, snatch them. Like, stop. We're not chasing them, right? Because if you're a kid from Georgia and you're a five star, more than likely. You're going to go to Georgia, Alabama. We could jump in the fight, right? Notre Dame's going after a really talented kid at wide receiver, uh, Ted Moore. Uh, we did his film yesterday on the recruiting show. This is fantastic. This dude is like mini T. Higgins, like right now, just moss and cats, like one-handed all over the place. Yeah. It's crazy. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, mm-hmm. all of our great content, go, connect, follow, leave five stars, leave your con- messages. We greatly appreciate it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. I'm like, yeah, snatch him. He's right now, he's a three-star left. Nobody's really on him, but he comes from a private Catholic school in Tampa. Mm. You get on him, he's going to be a four-star, right? Just like, Notre, just like Mike Mickens got on your boy Carson Hobbs from Archbishop in Ohio. All of a sudden, he's a four-star. Guess what's about to happen? Alabama's about to come and offer. Georgia's about to come and offer, right? But this is a kid that more than likely probably would have gone to Cincinnati, right? Because that's the mm-hmm. school that was really on. So that's what I'm saying, right? Every now and then, if you are really in position to grab a Justin Scott, like he's in your backyard, okay, now you're in position to grab a five-star. You're in position to grab a CJ Carr. You're in position to grab another guy that's going to end up being a five-star and wide receiver Cam Williams. That's in your backyard. Snatch those. But instead of really giving a lot of energy to guys that you know more than likely aren't leaving the South, look, we're just going to spank Penn State, Tennessee, and all these other teams that are trying to be on our level. Go snatch a Caleb Beasley. I know he's committed to Tennessee right now. Stay on him. Stay on, Stay on them. Tennessee's going to have to prove it two years in a row. Yeah. They're going to have to prove it with Joe Milton. They definitely going to have to. They're going to have to prove that they can go to a big-time bowl and win. See, if Tennessee backs, backslides to like four it's or over. five losses, now, see, stay on them. Stay on Caleb Beasley. He was at the Irish Invasion. Has a great relationship with Mike Mickens and Marcus Freeman. Loves Notre Dame. They went to his basketball game recently. He tweeted it out. So obviously, yo, Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman have an effect. Yeah. Stay on them. Because I'm not sold on Josh Hype on that program quite yet. I'm not sold on it. From a consistency standpoint. See, I'm not sold on Joe Milton. Joe Milton does he did flash, but is he gonna stick? That's the question. Big arm, a little all is over the place. Dude? Is he that dude? Will their defense be the same? They lose a lot on defense. Will the defense be the same? They, use, they lose Jalen Hyatt, right? Who's taking the top off? I think Tillman. I think Tillman's coming back, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm just saying, from a recruiting standpoint. This is just me talking. 
I haven't gotten this from anyone close to the program or anything. I just think we're seeing a lot of offers go out. Like Notre Dame's offering a lot of kids, right? And the kids they're offering is almost like they're trying to the Boston colleges. Now all these the kids that would be the top in all these, you know, Boston colleges program. Arizona's program, Arizona State's program, the kid that would be the top kid in UCLA's program. Notre Dame is like, you know, y'all not getting them. We're snatching all of them. See, we're going to get the best players or the best recruits from the other teams. And we're just going to compile them all on our roster. And then we're going to sprinkle in five stars that we're, we have great relationship with. And that's how we're going to close this along with great quarterback play. It's, it's an interesting strategy. It really is. It really is. Because like a kid like Caleb Brewer who left, and you watch his film, this dude, Ryan Roberts interviewed him, and kid is like, man, I'm a junior, and I, I, you know, I wrestle, so I have to get down the weight after football season, during football season, I have to put in extra work because I balloon. Like, man, I had to put in work to get down to 290 for wrestling after the football season. It's like now when the football, when wrestling season is over, like, man, I, I know I'm going into my, my senior year 300 pounds. I'm like, okay, you're a natural mauler, dude. Mm. But you know what? This dude plays tight end left. Like, when I saw this dude, like, running the over route as a tight end and running after the catch, I'm like, okay. Loves Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame was his first offer, his first text. This is what I'm talking about. This is why, what it made me think about. He's like, Notre Dame was my first text, right? The first one? Everybody knows about Peter Jones. Everybody knows about Gerby Lambert the big-time five-star potential kids that tackle. But it's a kid like Caleb Brewer that would end up being one of the best offensive linemen in a class for Penn State. Mm. He's from Wild Missing, Pennsylvania. In a class for a class for Pitt. He said Virginia Tech has reached out. It's just very interesting, the offers that are going out. You really look at strategically what they might be doing. They've already established the Texas pipeline. They've established the St. Louis pipeline, right? They're planting the flag in Chicago this year. Tommy is spending more time in Chicago than ever. So they have their pipelines. They have an Ohio pipeline now. That's right. Schools they go to and they're getting players from Ohio now. They have a Michigan pipeline where they're getting players from Michigan, right? So now that they have that pipeline, now they can go attack one, two, maybe three five stars every year and just focus on them. Like, yo, these are the five stars we're going after. We're going to make sure the middle of this roster is boss because everybody that's on the middle of this roster is one of the top prospects from schools like Pitt, Penn State. (laughs) Like, we're taking the best from the classes of other programs and bringing them into our program. And that's going to be the middle of our roster. And then we're going to go out and get the elite guys 
from our pipelines. And that's how we build a complete team to be able to compete. But Alabama, Georgia, because you're not, you can't line up year after year and try to go after the same 10 five stars that Alabama and Georgia are competing against, along with Ohio State, and think to yourself, okay, man, we're going to get two of these. You can't. It's a flawed strategy. Yeah. You have to be able to pick and choose your battles and your fights in those areas. You know, and Notre Dame is a uh, and this is me just hypothesizing basically from what I've seen. This is what Notre Dame, in my opinion, seems to be trying to do from a recruiting standpoint. It's not so much trying to live up to what's in front of them, but really trying to dominate everybody that's either right beneath them or on the same level in recruiting. Right? That's one way to elevate yourself. I'm not going to chase them. I'm going to dominate everybody that's on my level. That's right. And beneath me. And then I'll get above them. And the next thing you know, I'm right there with Georgia and Alabama because I have difference makers at the most important positions. Your thoughts on that strategy? Yeah, Is I think that's the, the perfect way to go because that way it allows you to just think more streamlined. And I think that's what we want to get to. We want to be a streamlined team that is clear on our on our vision, not only what we speak, but how we go about, you know, managing a team with a roster that is explosive in a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it takes a delicate process on putting it together. And I think uh, we're in position for that. And it's always interesting to see. What can be done, moves can be made, but I think what Notre Dame is signaling is that they're not about to get caught up in the hype of we have to be like Alabama, we have to be like Georgia. That's right. You don't have to be like them, you have to beat them. Now there is such thing though, I would say, as matching the style. Like I yeah. think Ohio State has to fit the style that now Michigan runs the Big Ten with. Isn't that, don't you think that's dangerous? Long run for them? Say again? If they do that just to get out of the Big Ten, how does that set them up? Well, matching the style in terms of like a key player, like Alabama changes the game and matches the style for the SEC by getting the best pass rusher because you need the best pass rusher in Mm -hmm. the SEC to be dominant. For the Big Ten, you need a strong running game. So maybe, well, we already know that fitting that front seven, getting them another Chase Young, getting yeah. them the threat of the D line up front is, is a couple players. It may not be the scheme or the entire defense, just a couple players that match what their the dominant style is offensively, which is running the football. It's so, like a Micah Parsons. Get you a Micah Parsons, you know. I mean, I would like that. I'm sure everybody <laughs> in the chat <laughs> Notre Dame fans, of course. Yeah, get a Micah Parsons. It's a Notre Dame. They would love that. Here's TJ Moore, man, out of Tampa Catholic High School. And um, left, I'm just going to play it. I'm I'm just going to play it. 6'3", 190, three-star.
Mm. Who is this? <laughs> T.J. Moore, Tampa Catholic, man. Three star. He got that. He got that Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson body. Mm. He look about six one, six two. No, he's six three, one ninety. Oh yeah. He's athletic, not thin. Athletically built. You know, Jamar Chase is athletically built. He's not. He's skinny, but he ain't thin. He ain't Devontae Smith. And he's got enough. Juice enough kick to him that that natural ball catching ability where you can stay running one direction on the angle and trust your eyes and hands to reach around. Now, your eyes in the air, you looking up, running full speed, trust your athleticism not to turn your body. You know, a lot of high school kids would have turned their body and jump catch it. He has enough athleticism to stay on the run. Trust his arms where the ball is going to be to catch it on the run and not get tackled. That's a natural pass catcher. You don't see that too often in high school. Aware where he is on the field, making a play through traffic, concentration to keep his feet in line and catch the football, extend to the highest point of football. That's what you want to see. Good ball skills. I want people to pay attention to the fact that he's still on the run. He's not chopping his feet, slowing down. He's being able to bend and turn his body while still running full speed, fight for the football while running full speed, not slowing down and giving the defense his his chest by turning around trying to fight for the football. He can turn his body, still run forward, turn his body if his ball's too far aside, just turn and catch. That's how you get yards after the catch. You can make a move because you're still on the move. He didn't give up his body by turning towards the defender trying to catch it because a lot of our young receivers don't trust themselves to be able to do that at the same time. It's like walking and chewing gum. And, and a lot of guys can't do that. But the height's there, the the size is there, and the confidence in the in the in the the while the ball's in the air. Is he gonna run by everybody? He doesn't need to. When you have range athleticism, and natural ball skills is going to speak for themselves. You know, he's open when he's not open, and that's going to give a lot of trust to a lot of quarterbacks that are getting the ball out on time, anticipating, giving guys chances, you know, trying to make plays. He's the guy that you want uh, to do that for you because he's going to make something happen. He's got another – he reminds me, he looks a lot like A.J. Mitchell that left Georgia and went to Texas. Mm. A.D. Mitchell. A.D. Mitchell. What's that, A.J.? A.D. Mitchell. So I like the kid a lot, man. I think from what we asked him to do, you see, again, he's not giving his chest to the football. He's just naturally turning and catching and continuing to run. He probably has a a bunch of yards after catch on the season because he's such a natural uh, playmaker. And And I'm telling you, to be able to, have the, the cognizance to keep your feet in bounds, fight for the football, and extend at the highest point to catch it. Not too many high schoolers are doing that athletically or naturally. I think he has great football instinct for that. That's why that's why it gives me a lot of Justin Jefferson and uh, Jamar Chase 
body type and playability because those guys are young and they in there like they're eight, nine year, year vets making plays, making it happen no matter who the quarterback is. So you can get in there and really make something happen. Now, TJ Moore, man, Tampa, Tampa Catholic. Um, everybody knows Keon Keeley is from a private school in Tampa. And I think a lot of people found out about the Notre Dame brand because of that recruitment in that area. Uh, the reader kid came to play baseball from that area as well. Uh, both the, the reader kids are in Notre Dame. So this is a guy. This is a guy, in my opinion. But once again, these are the type of offers that are going out. Another receiver from out your way that I'm going to show you that got offered on yesterday left. I mean, they're just offering really good kids, man. Really good kids that might not be high four, high five guys, but when you really look at them in their film, it's almost like, okay, this, this, this is bananas, what we're looking at. I'm just showing you a little bit of your boy right here. We're going to get to Caleb Brewer for a second, man. Because I, I want left to really understand what I'm saying about this kid. Look at him, Lev. The dude's two, almost 290, fam. What is this kid? He's an offensive lineman, but he plays tight end as well. Yeah, not town about tight end. He'll be our special back. No, they're, they're, Harry wants him to tackle, bro. Yeah, he's yeah, and he plays defense. See, I don't have to watch something like this. The first three plays let me know he's athletic enough to to That's deal it. on that tackle. Yeah, it's like, yeah, man, you you good with me? He's natural, but he's just way too big to be doing that. That's all. <laughs> like he's got some soft hands. He, you know, you you can tell he knows what he's doing, but he's just way too solid of a dude to be running around. He need to be moving things around, moving furniture, you know. Like, he's so big, he can't work at T-Mobile stores. It just wouldn't make sense. What does that mean, bro? Like, he shouldn't be working <laughs> with small devices and phones and stuff, you know. He need to be on that that forklift, construction, moving furniture, <laughs> helping people move in their house and stuff. That type of job listing for your size. You 290, just big as hell. So if you're saying if he's at Home Depot working a register, you'd be like, fam, should you be in the back yeah, with the lumber or something? You'd right. be personal training. <laughs> you know, you you fighting against what you naturally supposed to. Yeah, you, we, had, we had to have a talk, but he's definitely got the movement of a natural uh, lineman. Uh, hopefully he doesn't lose that fluidity, you know, working on his <laughs> his little stuff, but Man, I like the fact that they that as a lineman he put his receiver highlights on there first. <laughs> that, that was crazy, right? <laughs> he let you know. Oh, I can move. If the you need a guy, I'm the one to do the special touchdown. You think he could talk Tommy and Harry into a package by the goal line? Oh, he said, "Look at my first play." <laughs> what you think of that? 
you know. But this is goes right along with what I'm saying. Guys like this, a Caleb Brewer, who other teams are getting on late. Notre Dame was on him early. He loves Notre Dame. If I'm not mistaken, he's going to be visiting um, in April. He's already locked in his visit, spring visit. This is the type of kid that will come on campus. Great relationship with Harry. He's standing the staff already. Notre Dame was his first text saying, man, we looking at you. We're going to offer you. He gets the offer. That's a kid you get. And then when everybody jumps on him later, it's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to Notre Dame. And now you get Peter Jones and him in the fold by the springtime. And then that's when you go out the Gerby Lamp. That, that's when you go get the dude that Alabama and Georgia and everybody else wants. His teammate just came and signed with you last season. So you already have an inroad with him. He loves Harry Heastan, loves the staff. That's how you have to build a program. That's how you have to build a team and a roster that's capable of having the right mentality and the talent to be the Alabama or Georgia. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content. Go, connect, follow, leave five stars, leave your con- messages. We greatly appreciate it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know, so the offensive side of the ball is a little bit further ahead recruiting this year. Last year was the defensive side of the ball that was further ahead. So defense is going to have to step it up from a recruiting standpoint. And a lot of people, you know, upset about James Laronitis leaving. You know, he was just really beginning to make his mark on the recruiting trail. As we said yesterday, I think it was calculated by Ryan Day to not only get a James Laronitis on that staff, but to also put Notre Dame in a difficult position recruiting-wise when he had built up relationships with linebackers already, and then you go and take them. Yeah, it impacts Notre Dame. It absolutely impacts Notre Dame. So he tipping the cap. That's that's a nice chess move by Ryan Day. Yeah, definitely. Doesn't change what's going to happen when you walk into Notre Dame Stadium next year. That's a heck of a chess move. 
All right, left. Let's get to some of these super chats so we can get out of here, bro. Jay Carr. Do you think Zoe gets 50 receptions if Buckland plays the entire season? Yeah, he had eight in the first two games. Yeah. He'll have 50 receptions. Yeah. I think we'll have more receivers with more stats this year for sure. Yeah. Jason Hewlett, thank you for tapping in the Super Chat. Wilder versus Joshua, who you got? I do. Both of them are washed up, in my opinion. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the heavyweight division is just boring right now, bro. It's, I guess, you know, who's the champ? Tyson Fury still? Uh, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was Tyson Fury. Yeah, I, I don't know. Jason Hewlett, another one. Nah. Who would I want to see Notre Dame play for the chip? Last, you got somebody? LSU or Bama? I think it would be great to see us play an SEC team for the chip. If it was, if there were, if there was ever a year to play Bama, it might be next year. Defense is probably going to be much better. I just don't know what they're going to do offensively. I think offensively they're going to be really young and inexperienced. But we'll see. We will see. I would love to play Michigan in the title game. I absolutely I just would. Don't think, I just don't think Michigan is a better team than us when it matters. But they're going to keep beating Ohio State until Ryan Day gets a clue. That's true. We can we can count on that. That's for a fact. Until he gets a clue, that's what's going to happen. Uh, Doma Wap, thank you, sir. I hope this is sorted. I don't want to be brought back to the stink house, especially now that we got no Michael Mayer air freshener. Hey, this is what we do each and every Monday, right? Because every game really gives you a picture in hindsight of what really was going on. But then it can tell you a lot about forecasting the future for Notre Dame and some of the players that flashed and some of the players that are going to be in those same positions moving forward. So, you know, like we said, the Marshall game was a clear sign that if Notre Dame, which goes back to not putting your freshmen out there just to make mistakes, make sure that they are assignment sound so when they do take the field, they can play fast. Like when you know what you're doing, you're more than likely you're going to play faster, especially defensively. So there's something to think about. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Left, pretty good show today. Thank you for everybody that tapped in. Greatly appreciate you once again. Apple Podcast, Spotify, CLB Nation, Irish Breakdown. You already know. We spin it different. You know what time it is. Petticoat. 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 Petticoat.
It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Stories of the Day, brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But nothing wrong with y'all, man. <laughs> you got a matchup against the Brooklyn Nets. And both of y'all have to sit out? Yeah, you know. Both? Yeah. LeBron, your heart is still hurt about the no call the other night. Ah, uh, here we go. Is that what it is? Your psyche's oh injured. You mentally weren't ready to play. AD, we already know you made a straw. So, why'd you say that? What are we talking about? Really? Look, it's a kids pay season. all this money. It's they see season. Brooklyn. And Lakers on the moniker. They only get one opportunity to see West Coast teams come play on the East Coast. And both of these dudes sit out? That left, I'm sorry. Unless they had a pull hamstring or they just couldn't go. That's ridiculous. I don't want to hear nothing about hips, knee soreness. Man, stop. As much as we as much as everyone loves LeBron about how he takes care of his body and how he does what he does at his age. Don't ever put the word, word soreness next to LeBron James for a reason that he's out. You better wait, put the, you better put pull, strain, wait, wait, sore. Yeah, really, dude, sore. You're sore. Yeah, sore. Okay, oh, man, listen to you, Sean. Dude, he's the, the, man, the, the man, man. The man ain't Superman. The man, he's great. The the Jordan, but he ain't no, Superman. I, it'd be different if this was Charlotte. This is New York, fam. You're playing in New York. Is New York slated to win the whole thing? No, they're not. Okay. So it's not like he's playing against Golden State. He played against Golden State. He got up for that. And he played against Boston. Which he is played against big, Boston. Another big a team that could potentially win it all. He ain't so wait a minute. So no Brooklyn, Brooklyn, can, Brooklyn can't win it with KD? KD wasn't playing. You just asked me. If Brooklyn could be a contender, uh, can Brooklyn win it? Win the East with KD? Potentially, but that's not tonight. They wasn't okay, winning it. it that night. No, that's it. That's it. All I'm saying is one of the two should have played. That's all I'm saying. One of their stars played. Yeah, because Kyrie trying to play get money back. <laughs> and and AD at this point needs to get his respect back. <laughs> he ain't losing. Oh come on! Stop. It's not his fault. He get hurt. Come on. Stop. Is his fault he gets hurt? That, that's a, that's my boy from Chicago. Is it his fault, and, though, that he gets hurt? Man. See? That dude is See? Like the gra- he's like your grandmama's candy, peanut brittle. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's, that's, dude, put them both on the petty train. And the Lakers. Figure that out. And the Lakers. Yeah, figure that out. Figure that out. 
We'll see you guys tomorrow for another great show. Left, you know, he can't be open and objective when it comes to LeBron James. What you, what I am. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. We'll have a special guest for you. Lucky enough, the podcast. This dude, man. Spend it different today. 